Good evening and welcome to Swimming with the Fish. Tonight is the final week of the month, and that is when we turn the reins of control of the entire show over to the chief. So Goon Coon, how are you this evening? I'm I'm awesome. I'm I'm ready to be controlled by the chief. I uh, I th- I think I uh, I share that uh, sentiment. Um I think he's got some interesting stuff uh and a very apropos show for right before Halloween. I I like to think uh chief, how are you this evening? You ready to roll? I am ready to roll. Awesome. So, without further ado, I turn it over to the chief. So, in this week's public service announcement we are going to discuss the origins of fear now if anyone has been paying attention to the news lately we have seen and heard all about these uh, suspected explosive devices that have been shipped to prominent people in the Democratic Party or at least side with Democrats and or as CNN put it, you know, people on Trump's hit list. Yes, and, and you know, <laughs> fear works in many ways, which is what we'll, we'll be discussing this uh, fine day. Because I, I, why, why should I be afraid of this? Because, um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry if this shocked you, but I'm, I'm not a Democrat. Well, you have to remember, fear can be a great motivator, as well mm-hmm. as... Uh, an, an item to be used to cause people to stop. I mean, if we even look at the or origin of the word itself, you know, mm-hmm. from Old English meaning calamity or sudden danger, peril. And uh, funny enough, our first link that we provide shows WebMD, the place that constantly is telling you that you have cancer or some other incurable (laughs) disease go to web if you want to be assured that you're dying (laughs) bipolar magnetic mestatastic rheumatism yeah i'm not even sure how much of that is accurate but what i do know is that while webmd is always trying to help people and does give accurate definitions of symptoms and horrible horrible things that can go wrong (laughs) it too is a purveyor of fear so anyone fear monger well i don't so if we go to what actual uh, what a monger is it's a a monger is a person who is a purveyor of something so a fishmonger is a guy who sells fish yes but they don't sell or dole out fear they they present things <laughs> that are quite terrible, and what? and you get scared. So what's the what? What would a horse face monger um, <laughs> market? I, uh, <laughs> you know, you thought what, I was going to let it go, but you're wrong. Is, it, is this going to turn into like what? Hit horse head man Jack or something? I know. <laughs> it, wow. I suppose we could go there if you wanted. I was just wondering what a what a what a horse face monger would sell, and never mind, horse face sells it herself, so she probably doesn't need a monger for it. Well, she had a monger, and he's currently been referred to the 
Justice Department on charges. So, yay. <laughs> so, okay, there's a, another great example since you guys love to just <laughs> deviate from the, the lines here. Avenatti. Avenatti. Oh, my God. And, uh, and Sweat. God bless you. <laughs> they were... Uh, they were peddling sounds, fear as well. Sounds like Lenny and Squiggy's last name from the old Laverne and Shirley show, doesn't it? Oh, God. Lenny Sweatnick and Squiggy Avenatti. <laughs> I'm going to have to look that up to see what you guys are talking about. Because, unfortunately, oh. I'm not old enough to know who those people are. Measel schlamazel. So, either way, the, the point is, uh, Avenatti and Sweatnick... Both were trying to get people scared of the image that Kavanaugh was portraying by saying he was, you know, he did horrible things, he will probably do horrible things again, and he may still be doing horrible things. Even though now the person that Avenatti brought forth to corroborate Swetnick uh, states that they will not only not talk to Avenatti, saying that he basically twisted all the words that she said but she won't even talk to NBC because when she reported that what he said was inaccurate they did not correct the record well I'm certainly shocked shocked I'm surprised I I'm unbelievably surprised it's almost you, as much shock as you know finding out that there's gambling in Casablanca here you're winning sir thank you <laughs> so once again why did they choose to go the fear route? What type of emotional or chemical, as the WebMD article shows, response that we are all born with, that we all have, that uh, can explain a whole lot about certain people that have anxiety disorders, personality disorders, because there is a gene that shows, you know, the daredevil mice, <laughs> the mice without fear, and everybody we should, else. We should get those little guys tiny little guns. For what reason? Because they have no fear. Yes, but they also, mice aren't murderers. You give them enough reason. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to figure out where you might be going with this. <laughs> I'll, I'll just stand by here and look dumb into the microphone. Uh, How's that? It looks great. You haven't looked better. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you notice that uh, when you, if they are able to isolate, remove, or modify that particular gene, mm -hmm. then what they, what this could explain, is why base jumpers, skydivers, certain people, will do things without a second thought while a lot of people will, like me, just, I don't need, I, I'm perfectly fine on the ground, I don't need <laughs> to jump out of a plane. Particularly a perfectly good plane. Right. <laughs> unless, yeah. unless I am, you know, getting behind enemy lines, or being deployed for some reason to help defend my country, I am fine where I am. Or, or running from the Siberian Express, say. No, no, because... Much like a nuclear explosion, I will just be near ground zero so that the initial blast wave takes me out. Wow, look at the light. That's right. 
It's the last thing that I'll need. That's right. I'm not even going to put my sunglasses on. Yeah, there's no point. I'm not going to be seeing much after this anyway. You don't need sunblock three million? Nothing. <laughs> UV three million. So like goopy stuff from, uh, oh, what was it, RoboCop. <laughs> I watched a little of that last weekend, but we digress from the chief show. Because we took, well, your mom says we talk too much. She well, should. she says you talk too much. She doesn't say that. Yeah, I but it's do this we business. Gunny says I talk too much now too. So yeah, yay. Then <laughs> then then drop and give us twenty. It's unanimous. <laughs> right now, if I drop anything, we're going to be bad. Okay, so I'm I'm sorry. I forgot uh, what you uh, shared with me about your uh, delicate condition. You may drop <laughs> twenty pounds, but. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I already done that. Amazing. <laughs> oh, please. All right. Passing stuff I ate in grammar school. Okay. The mere fact that you could hold on to something that long. They say you hold on to chewing gum for like twenty or thirty years. That's because it can't be broken down. Well, if there's sentimental reasons too, but you know. Really? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> I was trying to get to the origin of the reason of why you would say that. I I don't think I have no reason. It's only an hour show, Chief. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Oh my God. Where are we? I'm sorry. Where were we, Chief? All right. So we the the next. Do you, do you want me to shoot him? <laughs> no, no. Please. We are we are not advocating violence on this show anymore. I, I'm. <laughs> Well, I guess there's nothing okay. more for me to do. I'll just shut up. <laughs> it's only episode 43 of the season. It's a good time I to can't start. Even, I can't even say John McCain is still dead, huh? Oh, that's there's not no violence. violence there. That's well, an observation. Dig him up and kick him. No, I wouldn't do that. That is a simple that observation. Get on a plane, so you know money is involved and all. But I do want you to think of that scene with the Joker in uh, Batman. That's kind of where I am with with John. When he blows up the hotel, the hospital. No, he's no, he's no with the with the buzzer, the joy buzzer. He's talking about oh, 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 Anton, right. who got hot under the collar. Right. Got him. <laughs> wow, we went classic. Yes. So here's another uh, classic use of fear. Mm-hmm. The old campfire stories. For anyone who was in Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, outside with a campfire and a flashlight and more than one person could possibly have been part of a spooky story night now one of the things that uh, is amazing is when you tell these stories anticipation is usually scarier than the actual story when a person is speaking slowly and doing the build up whether the story be true or false your body's reaction and the possibilities that play out in your head can make you, as a person, your your heart rate will increase, your palms can get sweaty, uh, you can go into a state of fight or flight, even though all you're doing is hearing words or reading a, 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 a scary book or a short story. So to help... King made quite a living that way. 
Yes. The, well, I mean, so first, Stephen King would have to have the bad dream, and then he would have to put it out on paper. And I don't think he re- he remembered all of the dreams, so he got to dictate how the story ended or, you know, the directions that it went. But either way, he he came up with some pretty nifty stuff. But for our little segment, I, th- I found a site that... Uh, yeah, these are just wrong. <laughs> that gave a whole bunch of stories. Now, th- I these found are aw- these are awesome. <laughs> yes. I I found and, multiple. And I will be up tonight. Thanks. <laughs> I f- I found multiple sites. This is this is the one that I thought I could <laughs> pass along to everyone else. <laughs> I can hear I can hear the the crackle of the campfire. Feel the chill from the uh, from the air. Hear the wind rustling through the leaves. Oh, oh, this is tap on your shoulder. Yes, then you hear me scream like a girl. So, there's uh, be, once again because I will not put anyone's machine in danger when I give these when I give a site out. There was one that had unique stories that, uh, and and I will give you an example of one. These. Uh, they had to do with uh, 911 calls. And a a woman had gone downstairs and started to wash the dishes when she looked in the mirror and she saw a man holding a knife. So she, so she ran upstairs, locked the door, and called the police. Good job. When the police came, they could not find the man outside. Uh, so they started searching the house. It turns out that the woman had seen a reflection of the man hiding under her stairs. The same stairs that she ran up into her bedroom. Yikes. So that's how close she was to getting whatever that person was going to do. Wow. I'm guessing a little disemboweling was going to go on there. I have no idea because they didn't give uh, a reason they didn't continue on the story they were just that is the part that freaked her out and that was the part of the the 911 call that was uh, reported there was also one where kids were playing hide and seek now this is the first time and the names will be changed to <laughs> protect the innocent mm-hmm. Timmy had gone to his first oh, his his first uh, sleepover mm-hmm. and he uh, and the and he and all his friends were going to play hide and seek and he went and the person had to count to a hundred because there were so many kids uh he ran into the basement and he hid under the futon to mm-hmm. which he heard someone whisper don't make a move which of course scared him and he ran upstairs and he's and he ruined the game of hide and seek to which the parents and all the rest of the kids were getting upset uh and they said that there's no one there there was nothing for him to worry about so they reset the game uh as they reset the game of course he is not going into the basement this time so he no so he goes into good choice he goes into the bathroom and when he goes into the bathroom and he opens up the uh, shower drapes he sees someone he of course screams and runs back and it turns out 
that a homeless man had been living in this family's basement and they were unaware of it and he would sleep under the futon and and if little timmy had not have been there then he would have continued to do it now they noticed that food was missing sometimes and uh, cleaning products were out of place but they had little kids so they just figured it was them yeah i would figure it would be the canine protective force moving stuff around because they do that Poltergeist don't have a chance at State Lagoon Manor. <laughs> the Canine Protective Force actually clean the place, too? No. Oh. Well, no. they may lick stuff off the, the floor. Well, that, that's true. I do wonder, how do people without dogs keep their floors clean? <laughs> Some of us have this thing called paper towels and cleaning sprays. My, my way is a lot easier. Yes, some people actually well, pay for that. I know. Could you imagine if, like, you had a maid service and, you know, they come to your house and it's just a bunch of dogs and they just lick everything? I think there might be a market for that. I... Hey, it's a business. I don't I don't know about that because some people have fears of dogs. And what or saliva. There are tons of fears. There are fear of chopsticks. There are fears of what? things... Yes. The things that you eat with or the song on the piano? <laughs> the things you eat with. <laughs> I only fear that one time when you're playing the two notes right next to each other because it hurts my ears. So it's consecotelephobia is the fear of chopsticks. Why couldn't they just call it chopstickophobia? Maybe because that would have been too easy? Yes, then we wouldn't need lexographers. (laughs) Well, there has to be an origin. And... Once again, it it has to do with some type of experience that you have as a kid that ingrains inside you, and that's it. You're done Probably after one that. of those kids who stuffed them up his nose and had to go to the hospital to get him removed. So, I, I think that is why my son does not eat raisins, because <laughs> he, well... Well, he just threw him under the bus. <laughs> well, no, I, I warned him. I said, you will never live this down. There, there was a Nickelodeon show called iCarly, if, yeah. if you remember that. And yeah. in one of the episodes, the, the two female protagonists mm-hmm. were blowing raisins out of their nose. Ew. And my youngest decided that that looked like a great idea. So he jammed it up there, and of course his nose is small, and it got stuck. And he started screaming. <laughs> and and I said, "What is the matter?" And I said, "Why are your nose? Why is your nose so big?" <laughs> My other son is laughing, and one son is crying. And of course, him having the, makes for a great day. the small nose that he had, it was it was hard to to get something in there to give it enough room so that he could blow it out. But to this day. I don't think he eats raisins. We have a whole bag of raisins that only I seem to eat. <laughs> That's awesome. But it all goes back to what what event in your life causes something to happen that now puts a marker in your brain so every time you encounter said thing, whether it be a spider, a snake, or whatever, right? now you have a childhood experience that comes rushing back that fills 
your body with enough chemicals that you don't think properly and you act irrationally. I used to have a fear of elevators, and I know why, but I also have a fear of heights that I don't know why I have it. So is it an actual fear of heights, or because can you go f- deeper into what you are saying? You mean from just, you know, standing up and looking straight down, that kind of height? Yeah, yeah. once we get above about two stories, I don't like it. I'm, I'm uncomfortable. I don't want to be near the edge. I I do it now, and I, but like like uh, I went to the Grand Canyon where they have that uh, um, uh, clear bridge over the canyon. It's like a mile and a half straight down. Yeah, that okay. was it wasn't so much fun for me. Yeah. I can see that being a problem. Yeah, uh, but but I was a, the way I got over it was uh, uh, through my time being a volunteer fireman. Up the ladder you go. The chief knew I was afraid of heights, and he sent me up there, and I learned to do it. Now, I still don't like it, but I do it. It's not me. It is the fire chief, just so other people realize that I was not sending you up ladders. I was about to say, why would the chief, you know, that seems kind of rude. (laughs) Uh, Yes, it was the fire chief. Yes. My, My apologies. So, when I was young, I used to have to clean the gutters out of uh our the it was a farmhouse so it was mm-hmm. really tall and it, i couldn't get a good angle and i always hated that now yeah i, I had to i had to get up on the roof because i was at one time i was the smallest one in my family and uh used to go up in the gutters and or up on the roof and used to half lay down trying not to roll while scooping the stuff out of the gutter with my one arm Lots of fun. Yeah, I was always on a ladder, and the wind would blow, and it, it sucked. Which is why my gutters have tops now, because I will never <laughs> clean them. Yeah, I, I cleaned the gutters twice. We, I guess we didn't have to do it in New England, or I wasn't like you know smart enough to know we needed to do it. <laughs> and uh, uh, when we moved to Maryland, I cleaned the gutters about three times, and uh, then I called the nice people at Gutter Helmet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shameless promotion there. We all love them because none of us wants to fall off our roof. Ooh, thud. But every year I put the Christmas lights up on the house. And I look like Spider-Man. Wow. <laughs> wow. No, I am. Um, I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah. I'm not a big fan of going up very tall ladders either. So, but I, I don't remember falling. Well, no, I don't remember actually falling. I'm going to have to check with our number one fan. She might not remember. So it's it's not falling. It's You have a fear of falling because you know what will happen. I mean, yeah. I still like to climb tall trees. It's just, it it is a form of vertigo when you're looking down. And, and you know, you get a little woozy and stuff starts to move. And But, once again, you could not look down. There are many ways around as the goon has stated that you can get over it because if you have a job to do if there's a reason why you're climbing up that ladder to save somebody then adrenaline will overpower the other chemicals yeah. that you have it, it, it's true and at a uh, um, um, a drill night you know where we go to practice the things we might do in a fire I learned to rappel down the side of a three story building you know like the old Batman and Robin uh, 
uh, campy uh, 60s uh, TV show. I believe that's referred to as Batman 66, right? Uh, works for me. The one Bert, with the cool Batman Burt Ward and Adam West. Yeah. Burt Ward. Well done, sir. Well done. Um, yeah, and I, I did that down the side of a building, and for me, that was the turning point. It, it was like, okay, I can do this. Because walking on the side of the building with the rope, you know, uh, taut and with a, a somebody belaying you with a with a safety rope that's not bad at all actually that's kind of fun and pushing out from the building and swinging down a little and swinging back in that's all fun but i gotta tell you that first step when you're up on top and you are going back you are leaning backwards over the building mm-hmm. hoping that the rope will catch you at 90 degrees <laughs> i like when you put a hope in there when, when you are the size of the goon mm. Not uh, traditionally built, man. Yeah. So, Not fun. Uh, have you, Sir Goon, been to Earth Treks? No. No, what's it? So, you know, off of 355 where there's that huge gray Marlowe building made out of glass? Yeah. Okay, uh, in that area there is Earth Treks, which is a uh, climbing gym. And... Uh, to make sure that my sons did not have this fear, I uh, took them there, where they were able to climb up and down, and they learned how to repel, and they learned the reason why you climb with your legs and not with your hands, because, of course, they wanted to go up as fast as possible, and they realized that they could not pull themselves up. And and so, I once again, trying to take care of all the potential issues that may arise but I'm just saying that it is uh, it's reasonably priced and is nearby now I do not know areas next to you Crutch because you don't live anywhere next to me here here in the People's Republic yeah no but there actually is a place um, I'm trying to remember exactly where it is but it was right next door uh, my nephew um, had his sixth birthday a couple of weeks ago and we went to a place that's one of these trampoline places and right next door to it there's a, a climbing place so it's like this industrial park where they've got all these kind of large venues that you can rent out so that that is of course the <coughs> excuse me Whoa. sorry that was loud yeah. <laughs> and that was me moving the microphone away so what you sneezed the mic. You sneezed and moved the microphone. Wow! <laughs> I'd love to say that that was how it happened, but no. Let's let's stick with that. It's a better story. Anybody so, who's heard me sneeze at work would uh, probably say, "Yep, that's totally plausible." Yeah, there's a lot of G-force being <laughs> pushed out there. So, those are the fears that you're born with. Some of those fears that you learn as a kid, and then there are the twofold fears, which is our, our last portion, just to make sure that poor Crutch does not suffer in whatever state his intestines may be at the moment. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, and this is... This is uh, why I like doing this show, folks. They, they, they care about it. The last one would be the DC Sniper. Now, of course, the anyone who was here in the early 2000s no, in the DC metro area knows about the DC sniper 
-hmm. They may not know I, his... I, I was here. They may not know about his motivations, which is what I put up there. But you had a person, and the person had a modified vehicle so that they were able to shoot. And most people, when you hear gunfire, you're not going to look to see where it came from. You're going to take cover and run. So you'll look at the generic surroundings, but you won't be able to give an accurate description when someone uh, says, you know, what did you see or what happened? Right. Now, that in itself is scary because it looks like random shootings. So it could have been air anywhere. It was not in uh, poor neighborhoods. It wasn't in gang-infested neighborhoods. It was down the street from uh, just regular quiet streets. So the first one, the first one was uh, less than uh, six miles from my own. Right. It was well. Again, it was close. Is over in Seizure World. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> oh my God. The, the, point behind his attacks was, of course, so that he could carry out another assassination and mask it. It, because now it would look like there's just a crazy person out on the loose. And having a crazy person out on the loose will give most people at least some pause as to looking at their surroundings a little bit more. But it was the media and the way that the media sensationalized it, which brought it into everyone's home, oh, that, that made it a lot more scarier. Because with all the facts that they didn't know, that when they stated it could have been a white van, now all white vans look suspicious. When they were trying to chart out the uh, the places where people got shot, now all those places were, one, on alert, and two, the people that were speculating where the next one would be made all those people more scared that they, than they needed to be. I uh, do, do you know, uh, Chief, where uh, uh, Blake High School is? I know Blair, but not Blake. Blake is over by uh, the Red Door Store. Do you know where that is? The Red Door Store. It, it used to be a convenience store. Uh, it's a county-owned building that they raised the rent on, and, and no one has uh, rented it now for 15 years. So another job well done by Monkey County. Got it. Yeah, right. So Blake High School is uh, over on Dr. Bird Road. Okay. And uh, I remember during the whole sniper case, I used to, at the time this happened, I was working uh, down and uh, near the New Carrollton Metro Station. And uh, so I went to work that way every day. The Green Line, right? Uh, New Carrollton is the end of the Blue Line, actually. Okay. Not too far from Redskins Stadium. And uh, um, as I'm driving out that way, there's a huge traffic jam in front of the high school because kids had been threatened by the sniper. And as I'm sitting there in the dead-stopped traffic, two Vietnam-era helicopters with Army guys and submachine guns hanging out the doors came flying by either side of me. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't want to be here. <laughs> that was fear. Yeah. That was a horrible, horrible time. So you would start filling your car with gas and get back in the car. Uh, and funny you should mention that because I was working in Greenbelt for Digex at the time, and I was newly married. So, uh, you know, two months in with the Siberian 
express as someone calls her <laughs> i i did not have a i did not have a problem uh the person was looking around and i was like i was trying to explain to them i said what are you doing they said well don't you aren't you worried i said not at all uh from the caliber and stuff that they're talking about i'm not gonna <laughs> see it or hear it if it happens so what is the point we don't know what it looks like. We don't know the targets or how he's choosing or anything like that. So what am I going to do? I'm not going to duck behind every car. Right. It, was, it, didn't, it didn't make sense. It, you can't, it's just like when 9-11 happened or when any terrorist makes some type of threat. You don't see people in Israel looking over their shoulder all the time and they get attacked you know, almost daily. There's rockets being fired. There's, you know, Molotov cocktails. There's people burrowing under houses and, and doing surprise attacks. And yet they go about their lives just like any other day. Now, why do you think that is? Because they don't have that gene the mice have. Uh, no. You're saying that Jews are not scared at that point. And I'm telling you from experience with... Fatalists? What? That they're fatalists. What'll happen will happen. I don't know that that's the case either. I mean, we're gonna a... call, are we going to call that the case Sarah Sarah defense? <laughs> <laughs> so, I like that. It's a great song. I don't You're think welcome. I don't think whatever will be will be. But the the point is, you you can defeat it as they are taught. There's no point. You know, it's kind of like what you get taught in TKD. You know, you prepare for situations so when a situation happens, you don't freeze up. Mm -hmm. People are going to get scared naturally. If you see someone rushing, you can either stand there and get tackled, or you can plot out multiple responses. If someone is gearing up to swing at you, like what happened in a... Like, I think it was Portland or wherever the black conservative group was gathering. They didn't, one of you guys, I think it was you, Crush, didn't you send out that video of someone getting just hit out of nowhere for no reason? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it sucker punched because, you know, that's what the Antifa folks do all the time. Right, so again... He didn't expect it. Uh, the wind-up for that was very clear. I mean, his, he changed his stance. His hand went way back. It looked more like a slap than an actual punch, the way that his uh, hand actually hit the person. But the point was, everyone saw it. And, of course, nowadays, what do you do? You videotape it. You, mm -hmm. you don't you don't try to uh, help warn don't say look out no one said anything there even gasps were in short supply <laughs> that's where you and I would have hit him right on the wind up there right uh, chief <laughs> well that's the point it's like you you could either have caught the arm as far back as he put it mm -hmm. or you you could have easily if you had stepped in then the way that his uh, overhand arcing was going, it wasn't going to do anything. There's so many things that could have been done. And the point is, is that fear can be a paralyzer. 
and whether it's through the media, through email packages, whatever the whatever the medium of the or the delivery system for fear. If you don't have it, then what happens? Then it's neutralized, and you can go about your day. You think the people in Congress are all going about their day after uh, the last couple of days, or uh, or Bobby De Niro? So I, you know, there. The, number one, I'm pretty sure uh, after the after retired FBI bomb squad people said he's either the worst bomb maker ever or none of these things were meant to hurt anybody because one out of four should have exploded and for thir- zero out of 13 to go off meant that the odds were that it was it wasn't supposed to happen now of course yeah, mr brownie was actually um discussing this in at work today um having some experience with the subject from his military career and he said um he's not surprised that zero out of 13 didn't go off the design was so poorly thought up and poorly executed that there wasn't enough oomph to make it go kaboom anyway so when they were describing the non-biological powder mm-hmm. inside it had glass and it had powder right sulfur okay so, in order for you to ignite sulfur, I'm guessing that's what the battery was there for. Right. And Which has uh, got to be very, very hot, though. Right. And so, uh, I'm guessing that's where the ignition from a cell phone charge, which is why you could potentially call that, even though it seemed to have some type of clock on it as well, which didn't make any sense. And if that is your detonator mechanism, the wires would have to be connected. And Connected helps, I hear. And when they were doing the x-ray scans, they were not connected. Mm-mm. So what, you, you know, again, this was to do what? This was to all the people who were uh, bad-mouthing the president, that they're the ones who seem to have gotten this special package. Right. And all it was, it's more like a, uh, you know, the... Who who were the people that would put a... Do you remember a, Clock Kid? Remember what? A clock Kid? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So so what, he, he, he made a clock that looked like something else, but it was barely a clock. You know? And everybody thought, oh, this is just genius. And I'm like, this guy this guy was a pathetic version of that. Uh, I'm going to make something that looks like a bomb, but isn't even close because, again, you know, I'm pathetic. Well, you know... I've noticed some things that don't fit in this whole story. Mm-hmm. Just some. I want to, I, I, well, Just yeah, you know, you know. I, I guess I would put it this way: tonight, the password is incongruous. <laughs> wow. Did you like that? It's a great word. I, I, I wanted to use this voice. I, I haven't had enough of a chance this week. Well, people do love that voice. Oh, Gunny, uh, Gunny's wife should hear that voice because then I will lose a job. <laughs> oh, I'm she, sorry. She, I don't well, mean I don't do not mean to cause you to lose your job. No, no a job, not a job, a, a, job. a job doing voice recordings because she seems to think I'd have a good voice for doing voice recordings. I have you have not heard the goon. You have you do you have an excellent voice for doing those recordings. Well, only if you want, you know, psychotic number 1 and psychotic number 2. 
You do a great Frank Gorshin. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, that strange I mean, laugh said, I do? Yeah, you said psychotic, so, you know, oh, that well, made me think you. of that. Um, anyway, you were saying. I, if incongruous. I did, if I t- in- incongruous. Him too. If I tell you that the uh, suspect is a guy who used to live in New York and he moved to Florida and we don't know exactly why, but he's got some prior criminal charges and he lives in a van. Down by the river. river. Down by the river (laughs) with uh, Trump stickers all over it. Uh, I, I was telling, I, I don't think you were you were connected yet. I was telling before the show. I was telling the chief. I said, "There's uh, one of the people um, I follow on Twitter made the comment after looking at that van, and he said, you know, I imagine that van as what Steve Bannon would look like if he were a transformer.'" <laughs> and I went, oh, "Congratulations, sir! You have one Twitter for the evening." What would the van look like? to you uh, with the person I've described. New, old, what? The van? Yeah. Uh, it's. I know what it looks like. I'm saying oh. that if you didn't know, you know, I got a guy you living in a van. Old and, old and beat up. Yeah, because you would figure if he's living in a van, probably ain't got enough dough to buy a new one. And stickers right. stickers kind of plastered all over in a random fashion. Yeah, I guess it beats the heck out of buying shades. You wouldn't expect a uh, a shiny, uh, freshly waxed, uh, relatively new model van with stickers placed monk like all over all of the windshield or all of the windows. I yeah, I could those, I couldn't those see stickers the... are crazy perfect. I mean that's a that's a yeah. major case of OCD. And uh, I don't know if the I'm assuming the front windshield does does not have the stickers on it for obvious reasons that, that could be a problem yeah but i but i don't know that for sure maybe just a little hole for him to peer out of and that is incongruous to me where did he get the money for the van how'd that happen so he was i a, still think we could have a lefty plant here so he is a pizza delivery person and you know delivering yeah because they're raking in the dough Delivering pizza in a oh, van. What you did there. Wow. So, I see what you did there. I didn't do it on purpose. I'm sorry. I apologize to all of our viewers. Or listeners, since no one wants to see what we look like. It's a good It's a good point. Now, uh, knowing people that deliver pizza, number one, you're going to want a smaller vehicle so that you can get in and out of driveways or other places that you would have to go. Having a van to do that is not just incongruous as you stated, but it is just impractical. Number two, uh, as I was speaking to someone else uh, when I was at work, since I did not go today, this is much like Minority Report, which I was actually calling before this happened, when someone has what is called an orgy of evidence, which is all the evidence, all that you need to fit your narrative all in one place at the same time. I'm not saying that this person didn't do it because they very well could have. It, and, you know, there is enough stuff showing that, yes, this person is an avid Trump supporter. So those things are facts. This person also happens to be uh, not part of the Seminole tribe, as some reports were stating, as we can clearly see where he came from, at least where his father came from. Yeah. His father's from the Philippines. 
Yes, and there were no stone minerals in the Philippines. Not that we know of. Correct. So maybe there were, and and it's just not recorded in the bowels of history. <laughs> Back to the bowels. <laughs> yes, well, because Thanks. we can't we can't leave there. But the, you know, again, so we you have you have this big scare. They're saying you know be on the lookout for this. Now all the uh, postal uh, materials are being checked twice, looking for something specific. Because yes, this was done very specifically. So it was kind of interesting. At one point, they were they were on the lookout for a package headed for former Vice President Biden. I'm like, how do you know that? So. That I mean, you could guess, okay, he seemed to be sending it to all these people, but they were like they had a bolo for that one. So you know, this is and and here is where we can tie things into conspiracy, where if if you're a party and your party making a huge blunder with the Supreme Court case, not that now has two groups angry at you. You have the the conservatives who are angry for what you put their person through with no evidence and right. you have the liberals who are angry because you failed to prevent something from happening that you said that you would prevent so now you have failed twice so you you are you have those poles slipping much to your chagrin there is now a caravan of people that are Traveling ever so slowly, <laughs> but but traveling nonetheless. In- inexorably. <laughs> the password is now inexorably. And that is riling up yet more people, because mm-hmm. uh, the people who hate the president will hate everything he stands for and anyone who supports him. That's understood. Just like you have the Trumplicans, who are the... <laughs> The GOP that have now turned to whatever Trump does, we will just go along with it, regardless of how silly it may sound or what the outcome of it actually being implemented would be. Much like, you know, the current idea of Space Force, (laughs) where it's like, hey! (laughs) Terrific idea. Good good people. Good people. I'm doing the hand motion that he does while I do that. It helps. Good people. Space Force, they need a song. So oh, you need. Oh, oh my God! I'll I'll work on that for you this week. <laughs> you need to change the narrative, and this was amazingly timed, so that it sucked all the oxygen out of every news station, every newspaper. Serendipity. Now, it is. It's, it's your turn, Crutch. Go ahead. <laughs> the word right now is serendipity. And of course, the POTUS who is not one to keep his words in his head, made it, made it very clear that... Wait, wait i got to move my headphones so I can do a proper face palm. <laughs> I'm ready, go ahead. The uh, stated, you know, I've had all this good news and this bomb stuff is, <laughs> is all you guys are covering. Now, anyone who has received a suspicious package is not thinking that this bomb stuff is something so whimsical to be dismissed but yes it was detracting from the news of his what did he do he did the the um 
prescription drug. Opioid. Yeah. And he met with a ginormous crowd of black conservatives today. Well, I mean, he did a lot of things, and I don't think he minded that the FBI and other task force were able to apprehend this person. But, you know, the GDP is still growing strong. Uh, he was able to renegotiate uh, another deal, and no one paid any attention to, you know, the the man, and thus it made him upset. But it, But not to worry, everyone because he's going to a rally in North Carolina with we filled with people who will hang on all his words mm-hmm. because that is that is what it, I think you know good good people <laughs> yes uh, as much as we know that huge huge rally <laughs> huge we huge. we know that Obama liked to go out and he liked to go with his, base. his own voice yes uh, well uh, one of the things I that... can't do President Obama. I'm, I'm sorry, I've I've never been able to get the cadence of his uh, speech down properly. Yeah, that's, can you, that's a tough. Um, can you do it? Oh. Well, what do you, what's he what's he gonna do? Go wave a magic wand? No, you sound, no. <laughs> you sound like the anteater. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'll make it do. <laughs> yes, you you gave him way way too much. <laughs> uh, uh, what is it? He had a little uh, bit. Of, he had a, bit, a little, little bit of New York Jewish accent. Yeah, I know. It was, it was New York Italian or or New York. Was, we need. We well, need. You know. We hey, need President thanks, Obama thanks to call for, us and talk to me, us. You know, giving me a task without any prep. I'm feeling under the weather, but that's okay. It, it has nothing you're, to do with that. I did that because you're a pro, and I knew you could handle it. Okay, and I didn't bring a shovel to tonight's show. Yeah. <laughs> eh. eh. Don't forget that uh, I won't be here next week because I will be doing uh, uh, dress rehearsal for the annual show that I am part of, and uh, that gives the two of you, should you do a show, should you do a, a podcast, to castigate me for not being there. Well, we, there is this thing called rescheduling that we have the ability to do. And for all of you who wish to hear the goon on Swimming with the Fish if you were to buy our overpriced mugs for just forty nine ninety five, then he would not have to go out and go to these paying gigs. I know. He exactly. Would be, yes. Are you getting paid, good? Uh, the organization for which I am performing is getting paid. My work would be um, pro bono. That's Latin for I... I ain't taking a I, cent. Yeah, I get, I, I get zip. I worked out a bad contract. <laughs> yeah, my agent stinks. That's what it's Latin for. Before we disappear too much from 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 the boom booms, um, you know, the one thing I thought. Are we talking about horse face again? <laughs> no, 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 no. We're talking about the the so-called explosive devices that all these people got. If you look at the list of people who got the devices, right? Consider the following. This is a big conspiracy. I have no evidence. But I just thought about this, and in its own weird way, it fits. Okay? Consider the people who got them. Now, imagine each one of them was given a kit with instructions on how to assemble the thing so that each one would get one. Don't you think the pathetic job done on each and every one of them would be easily understood to be because it was created by somebody like them? I mean, could you imagine Hillary trying to assemble a a pipe bomb? 
I don't think about as good the job as it would get. I don't think Soros's hands work that well. I think it was Al Gore. Well, no, because they wouldn't have been made of plastic. Come on. <laughs> you use sulfur; it's a naturally occurring. Uh, <laughs> are you saying he's a, that? Are you saying Al Gore is a hell spawn? <laughs> he just <laughs> say he just turned around and opened up that portal back to his home and pulled some out. Yeah, pulled so yeah, pretty much. That's uh, <laughs> I wasn't going there, but okay, we we can go with that. But I mean, it's it's Hillary, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, who else have we got on the list? No, see, Spartacus, I think would have done a much better job. And this is where I Spartacus. I, I don't understand <laughs> some of the some of the targets now. As I was uh, saying to someone, Washington Post and New York Times are two people that show way more in in Trump vitriol land than Kamala Harris or uh, Spartacus. So why would they well, not get it? Now, of course, CNN got it, so that meant that it wasn't directed just at people. It was directed it at organizations. It no, I mean, CNN got one because Brennan was working there. No, because Brennan got one as I thought he got. Didn't uh, both the retired people get him at their houses? No, I thought Brennan got his care of CNN. And the funny thing there is, somebody other than Brennan opened it, which in and of itself, by the way, folks, is a violation of federal law to open someone else's mail. <clears throat> well, uh, they all. I think you actually signed something because I had heard that mail rooms for people in news will have all their mail opened by mail people to, you know, if if there is something that they don't need to see or, right. or their but threats that... Oh, that, I see what you're saying. So, because so because women, he worked there, he probably signed something that said someone's, it's okay for them to open my mail for me. Correct. So male people yeah. open them? So you're a misogynist now, uh, Chief? I think Only male A-I-L, people? A-I-L, not A-L-E. Don't be yeah. don't, persnickety. Don't, don't help the me. The word now is persnickety. <laughs> Yes, uh, the word is going to be <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a flag on the play. Interference from Crutch. <laughs> Five yards. I'm sorry. So, you know, and this, uh, this has nothing to do with fear, but the, the ref... Got a lot to do with loathing? The, the, right. ref, <laughs> the ref who bungled yet another play was fired for the third time. Wait, what ref, what play? Ah, so obviously you guys did not hear about this. No. No, I've spent a lot of time away from from devices that have news. Okay, so Hugo Cruz was fired. Any relation to Ted? No. Uh, It was... (laughs) He missed the false start that would have let the Cleveland Browns win. Uh, Their first game ever. Yeah. (laughs) No, no. No, they they beat beat them too. Yeah, they beat the Jets. But I they, told you guys I'm taking a knee on the NFL this year. They beat the Ravens. So they uh in the in the middle what was it? They they did a false start which caused them to to get a ridiculous sack or something like that and and uh who was it against? The Chargers. And all of a sudden now their their thing is over and they lose the game. And it's very questionable as to why he did that. But this isn't the first time that he's made such a horrendous call or missed the call altogether. Mm-mm-mm. So, was he getting paid 
to make sure that... Or, or did he bet on the game himself? Ooh. Because one never knows. Things that make you go... Hmm. So, to wrap things up, hopefully we have a new understanding of fear. And as there are many books that describe fear and uh, solutions to fear, but there is one that I particularly like, and it says, uh, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Now, many people don't even believe in God, and that's fine. But Some of us don't have a sound mind. Yeah, <laughs> or power, or love. But that is a yeah. gift that has, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's free, and it's for everyone. And with that, hopefully everyone can have a good night's sleep. Don't read these stories before you go to bed, or you may yeah, think about it. Aside, I, I, I did it for show prep, and I'm really... Yeah, I was smart enough I've not got to a read lot of the stories ahead of me tonight. So, yay! Good. Thank you can you can text me, okay, Crutch? <laughs> Thank you. Feels so much better. Thankfully, the uh, the title of the article is "Stories That Will Haunt Your You for Life." So, it'll, that should be enough heads up to everyone. But just in case, we let you know because we care about you. We do. And Absolutely. With, and with that, good night.